What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. 
I just saw and I pointed out to my grandma and she didn't see anything. I had one night when I was in the second grade, it was really late at night and Pokemon was a huge thing. So I was looking through my Pokemon cards and I heard shit flying around in the bathroom at my old house. And then when I got up to go to sleep with my brother because I was petrified, it immediately stopped. Um, that one dream that with that entity that I saw when I woke up. Oh, welcome back, all you hipsters. Yes, it's M3E. And sit back and get ready. The audio on this one is a little off. Um, I couldn't pull it off the roadcaster because some paranormal stuff started happening. Uh, and this tends to be the case sometimes when uh, Dusty tells his story. Uh, I get booted. He kept it going. I mean, wow. Uh, when I post a video on Patreon, you'll see what I'm talking about. I disappear. My whole my whole computer just started freezing up, glitching. I didn't know what what was left, what was right, what was up, and what was down. So sit back and enjoy this episode. It's a, on the paranormal side. Uh, if you're a little sensitive to some of the the topics on that, you know, tune this one out. But it's a really great episode. If you want the full episode, hit the Patreon up. Patreon.com forward slash My Third Eye Podcast. Three dollars gets you this episode ad free and in its entirety if you want the video bump up to the five dollar tier that's the best bang for your buck you get all the videos you get all the content as well and all of it's ad free and if you want to be a super supporter sign up uh it's ten dollars a month and i appreciate every one of you okay now let's talk about the pets real quick purepetwellness.com yes purepetwellness.com put ghost at checkout you get 20 percent off your entire order for pet cbds best in the market best hands down i use them with my dogs and i've used them on my uh joints as well so uh yes again best in the market made in america hands down the greatest product for cbds out there so again purepetwellness.com that's dot com purepetwellness.com goes to check out for 20 percent off your entire order and supplies are running out, guys. Supplies are running out. Conspiracy Soap. DangerousWorldPodcast.com. Okay? He takes care of all that. All right? He, he, he does most of the legwork uh, out of this. Uh, I feel like I don't do enough. But, uh, yes. Conspiracy Soap. DangerousWorldPodcast.com. We're almost sold out for our second time. So go there. Get what, get what you can. And get it while supplies last so we can re-up. I'm bringing some more products. So I'm going to sit, get out of here, sit back and enjoy this. It's a great episode. Like I said, the audio is not it, where I would like it. You know, I, I'm, I'm critical on myself, but nonetheless, great episode, especially if you're uh, into the paranormal. So, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in and uh, have fun with this one. It's hump day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the M3's E-Zone. Yes, that's right. Another fun, exciting episode here for you at My Third Eye. And today, I finally get to catch up with Dusty. Um, some of you follow him on Instagram as Dusty McBalls. And love the name, love the name. And uh, I first heard Dusty's story on Reality Zars. And some of you have probably heard... Uh, in other places, maybe Great Deception or whatever, but he's been on the tavern a couple times, and finally, 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 the host of the Rainy Day Horror Show is on my show to finally, 
hook up and do an episode that's probably been probably man probably what nine months in the making i would say so mm-hmm. welcome dusty let everybody know where they can find your, your your podcast your videos everything that you do and then we'll get right into it well well as you announced me i am dusty mcballs i am the certified cougar hunter and i am the host with the most on the rainy day horror show you can find me basically on all platforms i am on spotify apple basically all of them. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Hell yeah. Now you, you do, you said you do videos as well, right? I'm starting to. I'm starting starting to. to. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, we kind of talked a little bit before um, we started recording Uh, kind of the same, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm learning, but I, I used to throw some of my episodes up on, on YouTube back in the day when I first started before I had a Patreon and what have you. And it started growing. I mean, I had the li- the listen, especially from the one episode that I did called Lines of Destiny. But then they changed their policies, and and y- you get dinged if you you say shit right, you know, within the first thirty seconds or something. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what? Screw this. I- I'm moving away from YouTube, and I'll put the you know episodes up video wise on you know on on the Patreon for for them. But uh, yeah, it's just video is a lot different than audio and it, it kind of kicks your ass and I don't know why. Yeah, I, I've i been technically an audio engineer since 2018. That's like the correct term for people that are like listening to this. But it's, I don't want to move, like I want to move to YouTube, but I'm like kind of scared just because my jokes and I swear so much and my jokes are so inappropriate. Like I made this, I did an episode on Lobster Boy, the circus guy from, yeah, yeah. so (laughs) he couldn't walk, so he had a wheelchair, and when he didn't want to use his wheelchair, he would like kind of crawl around like a seal, so I said, one of my jokes was, well, instead of calling him Lobster Boy, we should call him Seal Boy, because he fucking walks around like a seal, and then I put in an audio of a seal barking (laughs) right after that, so I was like, some of my stuff just doesn't is way beyond YouTube's yeah. policies. I love it. <laughs> it makes sense to me. It made me laugh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's too many people that uh, I don't. I, they just get too sensitive, and I don't. I don't. I don't get why. Uh, what the push is to be so sensitive, and and you know, since when did humor um, and jokes? now all of a sudden have to be so politically correct and, and you can't make fun of anything. You know, that, that was the point of humor and, and, and comedy period. You know, you, you'd watch old comics and you wanted to hear the fucking off the wall, bizarre shit that, that you knew you and your friends would say, but you can't say it in public, but here's a stand up comedian in front of a live audience of, of thousands or whatever, you know, t- you know, Howie Mandel back in the day, you know, doing an HBO special or whatever. And the crowd's roaring. You're like, man, I, w- mm-hmm. I talk about the same shit. So I don't know. People need yeah. to toughen up their skin and, and pull their boots back up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's I, that's why I think the best like comedy movies were made in like the early 2000s because they were all like subliminally racist, homophobic, transphobic, and everybody knew that they were joking. And it was just, it was just so funny. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that at the end of the day, you'd you'd walk away and you'd be like man that was funny i I laughed my ass off and you didn't lose any fucking sleep over it now everybody wants to lose sleep and and make everybody else lose sleep it's like shut the hell up yeah i agree i agree 
So let's get into your story. Um, and, and you can, you can do the trail story. And if it, if it side rails and goes off into other stories, cause you have a lot going on in your life. Um, <laughs> that it can't even be wrapped up in one episode. You, you know what I mean? It's just, there's so much to the paranormal with you and your life and your fiance and, and everything else that you guys have experienced. So just take us from the beginning and we'll go from there and okay. we're going to have fun. We're going to rock it out. Do you want the normal version or the extended version? Cause the extended version can take like up to an hour to hour and a half to tell. That's fine. We okay. can do the extended version. Okay, perfect. So when I was, I just moved back to Minnesota in February of 2023. It was the beginning. And I just moved back from Atlanta, sorry. And I was just scrolling through Bumble, trying to find, you know, my future wife, my future girlfriend or whatever. And I came across my girlfriend, Gabby. So we ended up matching and we went out on Valentine's day together. That was like our first official date. And so we go to the stone arch bridge in Minneapolis yeah. and it's, it is really, really cool bridge. You can't really go down on to the, like the riverbank anymore, just because all like the pathways and everything is just so deteriorated. So you kind of have to like walk around and like find like different paths to get to different places. So we started hanging out at Stone Arch Bridge for like maybe an hour-ish, just talking and doing whatever. And after that, it was getting a little bit later at night. It was probably like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I was like, you want to go somewhere else? And she's like, sure, where do you want to go? And I said, well, we could go to this trail that's near my house that I used to go to when I just was like bored one night and I just go walk around on this trail. And so we get to the trail. It's like maybe 10 minutes from my house. And once we get there, we get out and we start walking this trail. Now, the parking lot, it's all dirt. And there's a little path that goes past like this ranch style fencing. You go down the path, it goes down a little hill, then it comes back up. Well, when we were coming up on that hill, we came to the top and my girlfriend, she stops dead in her tracks and says, do you see that man on the right side of the path? She was, I was on the left side and she was on the right side. And she was like, do you see that man on the right side of the path? And I was like, no, I don't see anybody there as I was shining my flashlight. And she's like, we got to go. I was like, well, what are you talking about? And she's like, that man that's standing there and looking at us, he is extremely upset. He's just not happy. He wants us to leave. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's just turn around and go back. So we leave. And as we come to my car, something grabs the back pant leg of my girlfriend's like left leg. And she freaks out and she's like, don't touch me. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? She's like, no, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking, something just grabbed me. And She's like, don't touch me. I was like, okay, get in the car. And I take her back to her house, drop her off. And then I go home and we're kind of confused. Like I wonder, I was like, what's going on with this trail? And we were talking back and forth because it just really piqued our interest. And as 
we were continuing to talk like maybe two days after she decided to look everything up online about this trail. And she found out that a man by the name of Carl died on that property. Now the name of this park is Ritter farm park and it is massive. It runs all along 35 W going North and South. And the south part of the park is Ritter Farm. And then the north part, it's just a bunch of housing developments and stuff like that. It's not attached to Ritter Farm Park, but at one point is it was, and we'll get into that in a second. And she she saw the guy. She's like, this is the guy. Carl is the guy that I saw. And I was like, this is really, really weird. We should you know, do a full-on investigation about this stuff. And I... Kid you not, this whole investigation was literally like something you would see on Ghost Adventures. It was that in-depth and that fun and that crazy. So once the weekend comes by after us, you know, first finding out all this information, we go to the my town's city hall and we're like, hey, we're just trying to look up information on Ritter Farm Park. They basically at the city hall and the library basically just printed off what was online. So we didn't really like get anywhere. And they told us at city hall, they're like, Hey, maybe try going to like the Ritter farm. Um, like, what is it like directory people that should be there? I know that they're rebuilding a section for them and it might be closed down, but you guys can go check it out and look. So we go to the South part of Ritter farm park. And we walk up to this house where the directory people are supposed to be. And this house is vacant. Like it's been vacant for ever. And so we then go to the little cabin to see if maybe somebody's in there. It was just being built still. So we didn't know maybe if there was anybody in there or not. And we go look and we step inside. Nobody's in there. And I was like, I don't want to get a trespassing ticket or citation or whatever. So we'll just leave. Didn't find anything. And so as we are driving to Apple Valley, which is one of my neighboring towns to go to like the county city hall in the county um, library, she starts looking at the sheets that were printed off for us. And she's reading them off to me. And she says that house that we were just at that was completely vacant that house is where carl and his family lived and when he died his granddaughter when they would go into the cellar they would feel stuff like touch their shoulder brush by him just weird creepy spiritual paranormal stuff and i was like that's really really interesting so we then make it to the Dakota County um, Library and City Hall, and we go and see if we can find anything in the library first. Couldn't find anything. There was just nothing. And so we went to where the City Hall part is attached to the library because they had a park and recs center. Yeah, that's that's the opening to it. Yep. They had a they had a um like park and rec center and as we were trying to go to it, we found out that it was closed. It was just past like, it was like 30, it was like five 30 and they closed at five. So like, Oh shoot. In come these two sheriffs <laughs> and we're like, 
we're trying to find out stuff. We tell them the whole story, basically, of what I just explained to you guys so far. And we're like, right. we're just trying to find out more stuff about this trail. Like, we don't know what's going on with it. And this female sheriff, she's like, well, thankfully, you came to me because I know exactly what you could do. What you could do. And she says, and she go to the National Honor Society Library in St. Paul. And that way you can look up, you know, who, like, what, who bought the land, a lot of the stuff that happens, that had happened with the land. And then she said, go to this place in Hastings that you can find um, the plot number. You can look it up and you can see who died on that property. So the next day comes and we decide to go to the National Honor Society. And we go up there and we find out that, so online on the website it says that carl only had two daughters well we found out that he actually had two daughters and two sons one of them we believe died in world war ii we don't know 100 percent. i can't remember what we happened what happened to the other the other brother and then we also found out that his he didn't buy the land his brother Carl's brother bought the land and gave him half of it. And the land that they bought, it was like 420 acres. It was a shit ton of land. So we start looking through the newspapers and stuff like that. And just all the, like the records that they have and they're giving us. And we end up coming across that they don't have death dates. They only have birth dates and they don't have death certificates. So we asked the librarian, like, hey, why is there no death dates or death certificates for, you know, Carl and his wife? Well, she said that either he was so awful to the people within the community and did something just terrible that they purposefully erased him from the history or they weren't baptized. So we're like, that's kind of that's kind of eerie. So now, just to interrupt real quick, this is Carl Ritter, correct? Uh no, Carl Ritter is somebody else. I forgot his. I forgot Carl's last name. Okay, I was going to try and look for a picture online to to throw up for people to see, but n no big deal. Um, okay. It's weird that they don't have uh, death dates uh, mm -hmm. and the baptism. So I'll let you continue. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so then we drive from the St. Paul to Hastings and we're kind of doing a little bit more research as we go, as we go. And I find out through my mom research on the internet and other people within my community that people have been dying, have been either murdered, um, weirdly like just died there or committed suicide at Ritter farm park. And Two instant, well, two things. A dude committed suicide there like four years ago at Ritter Farm um, Park. He ended up pulling in and just grabbed a shotgun, put it under his chin, and blew his brains out and left, and just left the door open. And that was that. And he got discovered what? like two days later. Yep. And then in 2014, two, because my my school has a north and south, and the south portion of my school, because our town is just so big that they divided mm -hmm. everybody up. So 
the South School, they did like an ecology class and they went to Ritter Farm Park. Well, some of the ecology students saw remains of a dude that has been missing since 2010. So when they found him, he was he had been missing for four years. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was able to trace all of these deaths and other weird occurrences back until the 80s. I believe it was the 80s. So once we reached Hastings and we looked at the plot number, it was first, Ritter Farm was first purchased in the late 1800s. It was like 1890 something. And that guy sold it to, I think it was Gordy. I think his name was Gordy and his family who then sold it to Carl's family. And then Carl's family sold it to the Ritters and then the County or my town bought it and made it a park. But this is where it gets really, really weird. Um, Carl or not Carl Gordy, when he bought it in the early 1900s, he died of uh, heart failure. Then when Carl bought it, Carl died, I think of, a heart failure or an aneurysm. It was one of the two. And then when the Ritters bought it, there were five people that were on the land owning sheet. Three of them died to either heart failure or an aneurysm. So now me and my girlfriend were thinking like this, this just isn't a coincidence. This has, there's, there has to be something behind this. And so we just decided to go to the trail because we're not really getting any answers. So we're like, let's just talk to Carl, see if he'll speak. Well, we, um, as like a week goes by, we decided to go there on a Saturday night and we arrive right as we enter the park. Um, we don't even go down the trail because in the parking lot waiting for us was this massive demon just looking at us so i as i pulled in i backed up next to the tree line where i usually park because then i can see um the entrance to the trail and then the road that go enters the parking lot is to my right and so i can just see the whole parking lot and everything like that and according to my girlfriend he was standing directly in front of my car looking just dead at us and I asked my girlfriend to describe him to me. And cause I, I mean, I'm becoming more, I'm getting more and more gifts, but I'm not as gifted as her. She's basically like a psychic medium. So she just, anything comes through her to her all at once. And she can, she's just that in tune spiritually. And so she says, well, the lower portion of him is I describe him as a minotaur or if like a centaur, if just the back of the horse was just chopped off and it was just two hooved feet and his upper torso looked according to her like a man, but he had like black smoky eyes. And she is absolute I feel so bad looking at it now because I for I didn't really force her. I said, we can go to the trail and she always agreed. It's not like I coerced her into going onto the trail, but like I always wanted to go back and just figure it out. And so that night after we see it, she's like, Hey, let's just go. I was like, okay, cool. We left. Right. And then I was like, 
what if we went there during the day? Maybe he, maybe that demon or whatever it is won't be there. And so she's like, okay, we could go and try it. And so I, we go there the next day at like, oh, probably three o'clock in the afternoon. And we enter the park and we start going down the hill and everything's fine. Everything's perfectly fine so far. Then as we entered this trail and kind of reached the top of the hill where Carl was, we didn't see him at all. And so we start going down from where we saw him. We start going down and I look off to my right or my left and I see a tree. Okay. Now I need to preface this because just it'll make sense. You can't camp on this trail. It's a horse walking trail or just a walking trail in general. You can't camp there. You can't light fires, nothing. It's a very well protected park. And I look over and I see this tree and it looked like it was struck by lightning and like half of it was falling over. Well, half of it was like missing from like halfway up and it was just gone and there was no tree branches or anything around it. And it was a really, really old tree. Like the bark was basically almost white and just falling off. And so I'm looking at it and I noticed that there is this like charcoal around the bottom of this fire or around this tree. And I was like, that's weird. You can't light a fire over here. Like, no, what? And I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, what's going on here? And she's like, yeah, don't go over there right now because something's telling me something bad is attached to that tree stump. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's just keep walking. And so as we're walking, we, my girlfriend is just hearing things, um, you know, shouting, yelling, men and women like fighting and stuff like that. It's just a lot of turmoil is going on right now. And as these, as we walk this, these two women that are horseback riding, literally like maybe five yards from us, when the horses locked eyes with me and my girlfriend and they reared up like they were scared of something that was near us and they just reared up and then they were able to calm the horses down and then they just walked by us and after that we kind of looked back at the horses and they were still freaking out and we're like this Hmm. some something bad is has happened here and so we keep walking and we walk maybe another hundred yards and at the time when we went there at at this specific moment in the story, it was just, the snow was just starting to melt. So there was just, the ground was a little muddy. And for the people that live in cold places, you'll probably understand what I mean, but you know how there's like, you have the like layer of snow and ice on top, but there's sometimes like a Mm -hmm. little stream of water going under it. Yep. There was a lot of that too. And so, cause this plays a huge role and as we're walking, we come across this married couple. Um, the husband walks right by us. Now, the wife, she walks by us, but she literally dead stops like 45 degrees behind me and says, don't go any further. And we're like, what's going on? What are you talking about? She's like, don't go any further. My husband stepped in like one of those snow trapped puddles and his whole foot's wet. And now we have to go home. 
my girlfriend after they left my girlfriend looks at me and says i looked at his pant legs there was no water or anything like it did not look wet whatsoever and i was like that's weird because then i told her when i looked at my girlfriend after she said that and i said i was like that woman when she looked directly at me something in my head something around me spiritually said this bitch is not real there's no way she's real like she stopped like why did she stop there and not in front of us and tell us this there's right. no way no way she was real and so we continue the walk and when she said that like he stepped in that puddle up around the bend and stuff like that we got to that bend she was talking about there was no puddle we walked for another 50 yards and my girlfriend happened to step in a puddle so we think that they were trying to get us something use them as a conduit to not let us move any further and we obviously didn't listen because when my girlfriend stepped in that puddle and she was like well we have to go back now because it's like 40 degrees out and it's still a little cold so her foot right. was freezing and so we started walking back the entire walk back my girlfriend was getting tripped shoved just everything bad was happening to her and so can i interrupt for just one one yeah. minute here so when i don't know if you saw anything on on your end what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, with the video, did I, did did my my video feed probably cut, cut out, out on your end, right? It did. Okay. So that happened right when you started saying you went to the trailhead um, and you saw this demon. Okay. All of a sudden within, I don't know, three or four seconds, my screen start freezing. I can't get back. I I'm, I'm trying, I was trying to bring up, uh, missing person pictures, you know, just something to search, you know, just to throw up or whatever. And next thing I know, I can't get back into EV Mux. My, it, it's giving me black screens. They're, they're appearing and disappearing. Uh, so I, I hit pause on the roadcaster real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shit, you know, what's going on? Well, all of a sudden it's boom. It says camera off. I'm like, okay, it, it booted me. Something's going on. I come back in. You're still going. You, mm -hmm. you didn't drop a beat. You didn't, you know what I mean? So I'm hoping, obviously I missed about 30 to 40 seconds of that. I hit record on the roadcaster real quick. I see it start to record. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm about 30 seconds behind in audio, whatever. I can, I can explain this when I go to edit it. I look over and it, it, it randomly stopped. And I'm like, fuck. So now I hit record again. Now it's been recording for, for the past five minutes on the dot. And this all started when you, when you said that. And it took me back to when we were talking before we were recording mm -hmm. about you and Catalyst trying to do a show and shit kept on glitching. Now, this is not the first time on My Third Eye podcast that this has happened. This has happened with uh, One Thumb L, Ellie from uh, The Speed Bumps. And it's happened, uh, I believe, at the Tavern one time in, in its early stages that just weird shit started going on. Uh, now, I am an empath. I do pick up on on things. I don't feel anything here, but sometimes with electronics, shit goes haywire. And mm -hmm. this hasn't done anything like this since the last time we were talking about entities on, on this show. And that was probably close to a year ago. Well, you want to... So, a quick side story. After the thing with Catalyst, I went on Bizarre Encounters and I told Shane the rest of the story because he was the first one that I told the story to. So I wanted it, him to be the first one that I finish it with. Every time I said banishing, every time I said get, getting rid of, because I'm going to spoil a little bit in, at the end. One, a demon did attach to me and I got it unattached, but it's living in my attic. Two of them are actually in my house and they're both living in the attic. So <laughs> every time I brought up banishing them again or trying to get rid of them on Shane's end, and he sent me a photo, I'll see if I have it still and I'll send it to you. He, my screen on his end would turn my face. My first, my audio would cut out and then my face would go to like this black mask. Like it was in, um, 
like you know like the old executioners with the axe that they had it would turn to that and then my audio would or my feed to him would cut out and i'd just go black and he could not see me and it did that four different times because they hate yeah they hate when i tell the story that's crazy because i remember when shane and i started that that show uh in its infancy and um I had, I had to step away and it was nothing to do with Shane or, or anything. You know, it's just, I had so much going on at the time, you know, and I kind of explained that to you in, in the beginning and, you know, eventually it led to the, the tavern just kind of needed, needed to go to, to rest. I was burning the candle at both ends mm-hmm. and coming in the near future, I will be uh, going on as a guest on the old, old show of uh, bizarre encounters, which I'm looking forward to exciting uh, sometime in February towards the end. But if 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 he's seeing that and catalyst had something and now now here we are doing it you're right they don't mm-hmm. like you talking mm-hmm. about it and when a dark entity doesn't like something they will they will fuck with you they will fuck with you hard and mm-hmm. you know i i could go on uh, side stories about some of the paranormal that i've experienced but you know this isn't about me but I still see shadow movement to this day out of the side of my my eyes of of you know things peeking around the corners or whatever. You can't really get a good face. You just know you saw something peek, and and it, and it's crazy. Now I possibly had an encounter when I was younger with a skinwalker. So you know, talking with my family members that live out west and and what have you, it, and basically my brother, he's like you know he's the one that kind of pinned it down to a, being a skinwalker and and putting the do you see shadow people peeking around corners? Do you see shadow movement and all this? He's like, they're they're keeping an eye on you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you know, you hear you hear that kind of shit, and you're like, well, I thought you don't survive those type of encounters. And he's like, well, some people do. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and then then it goes into, well, you saw a demon. Not everybody walks away from being demonically attached, but you did. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We can we can get back into it. I just needed to explain that uh, on my end. And how freaking bizarre! Because it would, my screen would just go completely black, and where this, where you and I appear in in the little box, it went all like barcodey. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it just weird. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, I don't know if it recorded any of it or not because I don't, I don't know if it happened on, you know, your end or if it was the whole screen in general because I wasn't sharing the screen, but it was weird. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay. Don't freak the fuck out. You'll get back in. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, fuck, we're getting into the good part of a story here. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to lose everything. And, you know, here you are. So we can get back into it. Also, I'd like to get a little backstory of your fiance and kind of how she um, is sensitive to, to these things as well. So we'll, we'll start with that. She has been, from what I know, she has been seeing things ever since she was little and she has so many weird encounters. Like she would talk to her. I think it was her uncle. She's, she's Puerto Rican. So like, and she practices witchcraft and stuff like that. So we don't, I mean, this is going to get the Bible thumpers angry. We don't, we don't pay attention to christianity and religion or and that's not us we strictly deal with witchcraft and good not like evil witchcraft but like more of the lighter stuff and everything and that surrounds that aspect 
but yeah, she's been just seeing everything. She can talk to him. She can see every, like anything can come to her at any point. She once got a vision right in front of me. And that, that was weird because she was telling me, she's like, it, it's not human, but it's not, she's like, I don't think it's evil because it's, what it's doing is it's standing in front of somebody's house, walking back and forth. And she tried explaining like the front of the house to me. And none of my family members had the, um, the front of the house that she was explaining. It was just like white pillars and just, it, it looked kind of like the front of my house, but it, it wasn't my house. So she just has a bunch of weird stuff that comes through to her. And my favorite story to tell other people is that one day she was reading a book and she had a, and her door was open and she had a bloody mangled old woman, not old woman, but a, a woman that looked like she was in a severe car wreck crawl through her door on the ground. Yeah. And, yeah. And she's like, wow. she's like, get out of my room. And at first it didn't listen. And then she like yelled at it and it finally left. But that is like one of my favorite stories to tell people on just like, to her, it's normal that she just sees this stuff. But this trail absolutely terrified her. Yeah. I, I, it reminds me of my, my daughter moved into, I've told this story several times on here. Uh, a couple of years ago, moved into an apartment here right around the corner from where we live. And she was showing me, she was all excited, you know. And she's like, yeah, here's the attic. She lived, It was a double but she had the the top half instead of split side by side. It was top and bottom. And she's like, yeah, we have access to the attic. I don't know where the light is. And I opened the door and I just got this feeling like, do not come up here. Do not come up here. And I looked at her. I said, there's something not good up there. And I don't know what it is, but I'm not going up there. And she ended up having, she'd have dreams of an old lady attacking her and chasing her around the, the, the house and hiding in the corners and holding her down and, you know, all this bizarre shit. And then when she moved out, it all stopped. Yeah. I get, so, um, I get really, really weird dreams like that. And I, I call it the further from insidious because that's basically exactly what it is. I don't know if it's, a place that my spirit actually goes to, but I've been there accidentally four different times. And it's just like, everything's black around me, except it's only like the pale moonlight that is showing through. And it's just blue with a, like a, a royal blue with like a little bit of white added into the room. Not a whole lot. It's still super dark. And this one just happened recently. And I'll tell the story. Then we can get back to the trail. I okay. was laying in my bed. And I heard my girlfriend calling to me. My door was shut and I heard my girlfriend calling to me from the stairs. And I was like, Hey, Gabby, I'm in my room. Just when you come in, announce yourself. So I already knew in my, like in my dream, something was up. And I leaned over the bed, like over the side of my bed to grab something. It was weird because it felt like I was grabbing a weapon because I knew it wasn't her. And as I come back up, my door swings open and it's like a whirlwind of screams and crying. And I jump up to go slam the door. And as I'm about to slam the door, I woke up. And this is where it gets really, really trippy because I texted my girlfriend this 
I told her what I dreamt about and I was like, something was mimicking you. And one of our spirit guides was in my room when this was happening. And she said that she had to fit, like I could not wake up and she had to physically help me wake up. And she told Gabby that I was sleepwalking when I had this dream. And I've been to this place three different times and or four different times. And it is every time I go there, it's just a nightmare. That's crazy. It, it, and, and it does sound just like what you said in, in insidious. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it dreams are dreams are really out there. Like there's a part of me that thinks that when we're not dreaming that like what we're doing right now, this is actually dreaming. And when we're asleep, that is actually reality. You know what I mean? But, you know, and I'm sure everybody's had that thought. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not the newest guy on the block to ever, you know, say mm-hmm. something like that. But it, th- th- some of the dreams that you have are so real, so vivid. And then you wake up I've I've woken up many a times of being like, "Wow, was that real or mm-hmm. Was that a dream? Like, uh, it, it, no, that that was real. I, I really did that, and you know, a couple of days go by, and you're like, "No, dude, yeah, you you really did just only dream that." And it's mm-hmm. like, well, where the fuck did I go? It's it's really trippy because I'm very prone to premonitions, and for people that don't know what a premonition is, it's basically a dream about the future. And I get like three to four of those every single night. And it is so trippy when it actually happens, like right in front of me, like I'm reliving that dream. It is the weirdest feeling ever. It's almost like you can, like when you're reliving it, everything just kind of slows down and, mm-hmm. and you're just watching it go by like, like in the matrix or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. But back to the trail story, um, as we were leaving the park, we came by that same exact tree trunk and I looked at my girlfriend, I was like, I'm going to go look at it. I'm not just, I'm not going to touch anything. I'm just going to go look at it. And she's like, okay, fine. Just be careful. And I go and I look at it and there is charcoal that is going around the entire base of the tree. And in the middle of a tree of that tree, there is like a massive hole that was carved out and there was like black charcoal going into the, in that hole and it's going up the tree trunk. So I'm like, this is really, really weird. And as I'm thinking about it and just looking at it, my girlfriend looks at like, I hear her shout and she looks at me and says, do not touch anything. And that's when I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go back now. And so I went back and we ended up leaving. And later that night, see, this is how, a lot of people don't know this, but paranormal investigating and just doing anything with spirits is extremely fucking dangerous, especially for like somebody that's like me. Like I can hear things. I can occasionally see things, but like most of the times I don't know who I'm talking to. Okay. Right. And they come to me at any point at any time. Like I haven't, I have a crazy old lady that will just shout random obscenities while I'm trying to sleep. It is so annoying but like sometimes please, please I don't... tell me you named her karen <laughs> that's a good name i should name her i should name yeah. her because one day one day she's she, i heard i swear to god i heard her say i poisoned my own daughter just out of fucking nowhere and oh. i was just like thank thanks i'm trying to go to bed right now and i'll 
text my girlfriend like, hey, was our spirit guide here with me last night? And she's, she'll say, no, she was with me actually. And it's just like, who the fuck is this crazy old lady that's speaking to me? And, but so we leave and we come back later that night because I have the bright idea to decide to talk to that, that seven foot, 10 foot demon thing. And that's what I do. And I said, why are you here? What is your purpose? And he was like, he was like, it feels good to be amongst you peasants and it's calming here. Now I used to say peasant a lot, just as a joke. After that experience, I've never said fucking peasant ever again. Right. And I was like, are you responsible for keeping Carl and everybody here? He's like, I call them home. I call those spirits here to die is basically what he says. Like I'm calling them back home. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And I can't, this happened so this happened maybe over close to a year ago. So like a little bit of this story, I might forget some like important, not really important, but some stuff. And we kept, so I kept talking to him. I can't remember what else I said, but I do remember um, my girlfriend, Gabby looks at me and says, there is a thing sitting on that, um, that fencing over there. It's sitting in the middle rail and it's just dangling its legs and it's looking right at us. So I was like, like, okay. a, like a small creature or like a person or like, like a spirit, a spirit, a spirit, like an evil entity kind okay. of spirit. And I was like, well, let's just ignore it. My window's down too. Cause I'm trying to conversate with this thing. And we start talking some more. And at one point, my girlfriend says, Logan, we need to leave right now because that thing that was on the, the fence, he's five feet from your car. And I was like, sweet. Goodbye. You guys are not allowed to follow us home or anything like that. So we leave. We reach my house. I have a Ouija board. I come up with the bread idea. Let's bring the Ouija board back there. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 Nope. Don't know why I thought that was a great idea, but I grabbed the Ouija board. I grabbed the salt. I grabbed the candles, white candles, preferably just because it's for good energy and pure pureness. And just it's all it's white candles. If you ever get like want to cleanse your house, use white candles because it brings in good energy. And so grab the candles, grab the salt, head back. And I said, hey, do we have permission to use the Ouija board? And he says, yeah, but I'm not responsible for whatever happens to you. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And I was just and I just said to him, I was like, we're just trying to be respectful. That's all. And he's like, you're the most disrespectful little shit I've ever met. I've been telling you to, to leave us alone and leave for the past three hours that you have been here. And then I started talking to Gabby about something. And then he just decided to tell Gabby and points over to where that being was. Cause he was over by the rent, the, the fucking fence again. And he said, he wants to play with you guys. <laughs> and then after that, he looked at my girlfriend and said, it's time for you to come home. What? Yeah. So in my mind, I start thinking like, Gabby, were you maybe involved with some really dark magic in a past life or something like that? And she's like, I, I have no idea. And so 
that's when we decide to leave. And this is probably the worst spiritual night I've ever had in my entire life. And I hope it never happens again. As we're leaving, driving on the dirt road to get to the main road, my girlfriend looks at me. And you know the movie Smile, the horror movie Smile? Mm -hmm. She looks at me and gives me one of those smiles. Oh, and, hell no. Yeah, and I'm looking at her. And this is now I realized I had a vision because when I get my visions, it comes like, you know, like the old TVs where it's like all like staticky and pixelated and it's just weird looking. Well, uh -huh. that's what happened to my vision. And like when I was looking at her, that's what was coming through as she was smiling at me. And I felt my literally the inside of my body rise up out of me and tower over her. And then after that, whatever used her as a conduit left just was gone and she started talking to me like nothing ever happened so once we got home i was just thinking about you know that weird weird night <laughs> and this is this is the funny part because i was already amped from seeing or just hearing and just the inner inner interaction that we had and i felt i slept with my with my lamp on that night i've never done that that was the only time i've ever done it and I'm facing the my window as I'm trying to sleep. I hear a voice come through because I knew something was in the corner right behind me. I could feel it. I heard a voice come through and just whisper my name. I sat up, said, no, bitch, we are not doing this tonight because it was a female that came through. Well, this is the funny part. Um, about maybe three weeks after that, our spirit guide pops up in the backseat of my girlfriend's car. She's leaving my house and it was her. I told my, I called my spirit guide a bitch and told her to leave me the fuck alone. I think it's so funny, but <laughs> like it was just, I was just so scared and I didn't know who was coming through. Cause I don't have Gabby. And at this point I can't see a lot of things. So after that, we never went back to the trail. But the story doesn't end there because maybe like a few weeks later, we decided to go to Rochester because there was used to be an abandoned asylum there. And we wanted to go see if there were any remains and see if we could pick up anything, you know, spooky. Well, we really didn't find anything. We heard some like people cry out and stuff like that, but nothing too crazy. And so we get back to my house and I'm exhausted. So I decide to take a nap. Well, while I'm sleeping, Gabby's watching TV and she says my closet door started to violently shake. So what I do is I open it up, go into my closet and Gabby says on my top shelf in my closet, there is something crouched over and it is staring directly at us. Now for people that are kind of new to the paranormal stuff like that, nine times out of 10, if a spirit is crouching, it is either evil or it doesn't want to be seen, which those two mm -hmm. kind of go hand in hand. So. I tried talking to it and getting to wanting to know what its business is. So, and I'm getting nothing. This thing's not talking to me whatsoever. And Gabby goes, well, I'm going to lock you in there with the lights off. I was like, no, you're not. And she's like, yes, yes, I am. And my closet door is like, if you're in it, you have to pull it towards you. But if you're going into the closet, you push it. So my girlfriend shoves me in there, grabs the door handle, slams my door and just holds it until I'm sitting down. So I'm sitting down by myself in the closet with this thing that I don't know what it wants on 
the top shelf in my closet. And I'm sitting there trying to talk to it, trying to have it come through. And next thing you know, something gets thrown at me. Don't know what it was. It sounded like the little cap of a marker, like a washable marker when you throw it against the wall, it makes that hollow sound. That's what I thought it, that's what it sounded like. So I started looking around for a marker or anything. I couldn't find whatever it was that was in there. And so another, you know, couple months go by and it's not doing anything. We're just ignoring it. It's not being weird or suspect. So I, as a couple months go by, I have my, uh, I'm laying in bed and my whole room is lined with movie posters. They're not hung up right now because there's so many of them. They're just like leaning against the wall. But this is trippy because the one poster that that entity decided to knock over was my Annabelle the Creation poster. And so, yeah, yeah. So I immediately go on Instagram. I text Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel. I said, hey, um, I was like, hey, I think I have an evil entity in my room. Can you point me into like any direction on who could help me get rid of this thing? Well, he got me in touch with Vicky. And Vicky calls me on a Sunday and my girlfriend's present. We start talking to her and she's like, what's, what's going on? I said, well, I have this thing in my closet. It knocked over um, my movie poster. Oh, I've left this part out before I called her. Um, I went in there and I tried talking to it with Gabby present. And she said, I asked is like, what do you want? Like, and it didn't answer. I said, do you want to hurt me? And it shook its head. Yes. And I was like, are you attached to me? And it basically pointed directly at me. And then, and then I asked if it's from the trail and it shook its head. No, but we know that, you know, evil entities tend to lie a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew it was from the trail. I knew it was from the trail. And Sunday comes, we got on the phone with Vicky. She's basically telling me like, Hey, yeah, no, it's probably, you know, a demon. And here's the steps that I want you to take. Right. But she said, until we know for sure, I'm going to do a spiritual walkthrough on like a Tuesday, I think is what she said she was going to do it on. And this phone call was like middle of the day. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, you can do a spiritual walkthrough and just relay back to me on what I need to get for everything and stuff like that and do. And she's like, basically what you're probably going to have to do is a spiritual bath, a sweetener bath, get um, tourmaline evil eye necklace, get a bunch of protection stuff, get sage and just sage the house. But she's like, don't do any of that until I know what's really going on in your house. He's like, okay, cool. So get off the phone. Me and my, me and my girlfriend, Gabby decide to go down onto the main level. Cause my parents weren't home and we were just, we want to watch something on Disney plus because Vicky also said, don't do anything horror related within the house. I can't remember. If she said within the house or at all, until this thing is gone. We're like, okay, fine. So we went on the main level to go watch. I think it was Lilo and stitch. And I was like, I'm going to go run to the gas station. Just make sure nothing bad happens here. And she's like, okay, cool. So I go to the gas station. And as I am at the gas station, I get a call from Gabby saying that there is a yellow golden finch bird ramming itself into the windows of the house. Yeah, that's something straight out of a horror movie. Yeah. And when I, so I got the stuff, came back home and she's like, it was, 
ha- it was doing it right on the stairs. And we had at that point, we also had a spirit in the house that would just sprint up and down the stairs. But we were able to figure it out that it was actually the thing in the closet that was kind of like, I don't know if transforming is the right word, but making itself look like a different entity. So it would confuse Mm -hmm. me and Gabby. And he would run up and down the stairs right where this golden finch bird was running into. So I was like, well, that's straight out of the conjuring movie so i was like this is not good this can't be good now at this point i have because i used to work um at a metal shop i'd do 5 a.m to like 3 15 in the afternoon and i'm like the next day comes for work and i am just exhausted i'm like kind of freaking out because it's just like you know what you see in the movies is like, you know, your only real kind of thing that you can like relate it to in a way. Now I've heard a bunch of different things about demonic possession. I've heard from people saying that they actually don't fully possess you and they just put thoughts and feed stuff into your brain that you think are your own thoughts. I'm bad shit. What you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking the sedge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah. Fuck. And I've been wondering if, look. I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick, I'll take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I wanna soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause, fuck I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we bat shit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey. Keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word to my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last nug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm batshit.
I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit What you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head When it come to this Upside down system Had enough of it Enough of it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.